0: Hey, isn't it a beautiful thing to watch and see kids worshiping, teenagers worshiping? It just, like, honestly makes me cry every time because there's something just really innocent and beautiful about watching kids have a childlike faith, right? And that's what God's called us to have is a childlike faith. Well, if you don't know me, I'm Pastor Tabitha, and I lead... And D Kids in the other building, first to sixth grade. And we're so excited to be over here with you guys. We're going to share a little bit about what kind of what we do, and we do lots of things. Kids, you can come on up. Gwen, and they're coming. We're going to kind of share our topic with you, a verse, and get you guys involved, okay? And I'm telling you, I did bring candy, because what's kid Church or Youth without some candy? Am I right? Okay.
1: All right. Gwen, lead the way. Tell us what the verse is. We're going to do the verse. Oh, we're going to do the verse called Hebrews 11.1, 1, and this is how it goes. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. All right, so we up. Okay, so we're going to do a fun version of, what, of Hebrews 11.1, 1, and it's just...
0: And you guys kind of get some attitude, you know, some some hype going on, okay? So I'm gonna throw it on a beat, and then we're gonna get into it, okay? Go. Now faith is the substance. Now faith is the substance
1: of things hoped for. Of things hoped for. The evidence, the evidence of things, of things not, seen. not
0: seen, not seen, not seen, not seen. Hebrews 11 1. Hebrews 11 1. Hebrews 11 1. Go. Hebrews 11 1. Now faith is the substance, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Of things hoped for. know that verse and can say it by yourself, we will have candy at the end of service for you, okay? (laughs) All right, so we're talking about faith. Now, here's my friend. She's going to introduce herself and tell you a little bit what's going on today.
1: Hi, my name is Cadence. Um, Today, she said we're talking about faith. Uh, So, you know, last week was Easter. Jesus came back. Shortly after Jesus was back, he appeared to his disciples, and most of his disciples were there. All of them, probably, except for Thomas, and so... (laughs) Cadence,
0: you think we probably should bring some D-Kids theater vibes going on here today? Yeah. I'm thinking so. All right, bring it out! D-Kids theater! Wait, you guys got to stay with me. Are you ready? D-Kids theater! Theater. (laughs) Okay, let's introduce our characters. Cadence, who do we have first? Uh, First off, we have Jesus. All right. Do you have something to say to us? Everybody give it up for Jesus. I'm back. He's risen from the grave. All right. Who else
1: do we have? We have those people who are the disciples. Those people. Give it up for those people. All
2: right.
0: What's up from the homies? These are the homies. All right, we've got disciples, you know, followers of Jesus, friends, right? And then, well, who's this guy? Thomas. Are you sure that's your name? I have no idea. Oh, you kind of like to doubt a lot? Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. You just stay over there for a little bit, Thomas, okay. All right, so what happens next, Hayden? By the way, this story is from John chapter 20. If you guys want to open your Bibles, put, bookmark it so you can read it later, what happens? The disciples
1: came. Uh, well, Jesus appeared to the disciples, and he's like, I'm back. And Thomas was probably somewhere else. And um, so the disciples are like, what? No way. We have to tell everyone else. Sh- show us your excited faces. Yeah. Come on.
0: Come on. Can I see some excited faces? All right. All right. Now, I don't feel like that was like a level two. We're going to need to bring it up to a level 10 excitement. Because like, Jesus is back. Uh, yeah good job, good job. Now, Jesus, oh, she lost her nameplate. Disciple, can you say hi? Hi. All right, all right. So then, all the disciples, they're like, yeah, we gotta go tell the rest of them. Hurry, hurry, go tell them. What do you have to say to that, Thomas? Come over here. What? I don't believe you. What? He doesn't believe them. All right, so just Thomas decides that he is going to have to see it for himself. Damn, I need proof. All right, so they take him over to see Jesus. And now we need some excitement because Jesus is alive! <laughs> Everyone say, see Thomas? See Thomas. Wait, 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 we need some audience participation here. Everyone say, see Thomas? See Thomas! All right, good job. All right, so Jesus... What do you have to say to doubting Thomas over here?
1: I'm a lie.
0: See the holes in my hands. He even showed him the holes in his hands, and Thomas said, "Okay, I believe." Okay, I believe you. <laughs> Jesus had an important verse that he shared in John chapter nine, or John chapter twenty, verse twenty-nine, and it says that Jesus told Thomas, "Thomas, you have believed because you saw me. But blessed are those." Who haven't seen yet believe? Amen. All right, give it up for D. Wow. All right, I liked our little disciple. She just came out of nowhere. All right, this is Cadence,
1: and she's going to share a little bit more. Tell us what faith has meant to you, and tell us about your turn on the page. Okay, so faith to me means um, like a belief. It could be God or belief that something happened. And I have a faith story I would like to share. I was going to share a different story, but I think this one is a little bit better. So yesterday, there there was a high tornado chance in my area and some other areas, and there were notifications all over my parents' phone and a bunch of things. I was really scared. Um, But I said Hebrews 11.1. and I prayed to God, and when we were going in our tornado shelter, um, I felt God say, you are safe, you don't have to worry, and sure enough, a tornado rain happened in our area, and everyone was safe, and if any of y'all do turn the page, do any of y'all? I do turn the page, and turn the page isn't just reading your Bible to read it, and writing down the date. It's taking time out of your day that you could be doing like playing video games or texting your friends. It's, um, sitting down or standing up or taking a time to be quiet and read and just talk to God. And I want to challenge you guys today to look in your Bible in the book of Hebrews and read about all the chapters that talk about faith. And, um, Yeah, the Bible is really awesome. If you would all bow your heads. Um, Dear Jesus, thank you for giving us faith when we need it. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for giving us this great place to gather together. Thank you for sending Jesus to die and come back. Thank you for all these amazing people that are gathered here today. And thank you for being so awesome. Amen. Hey everybody, good afternoon.
3: I'm Kaya. I'm a student leader here. I've been a student leader here for oh wait, I don't know how many years. I've been here since fifth grade. And now I'm a senior in high school and I have 15 more days left. (laughs) So exciting. But today I as we've talked about I'm talking about faith, and I'm going to be reading out of Hebrews 11. So, if you could turn to your Bible, Hebrews 11, or turn on your Bible, whichever you decide. Um, and if you're taking notes, my title is "By Faith." Okay. Hebrews 11:1 says, "Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen." This verse. Um, it's like a habit. I don't know what to do with my hand. Um this verse means a lot to me. Uh, it has this verse is very powerful. There's only two little lines, but it is powerful and I'm gonna tell you why. Most of you know, some of you may not know, that I have battled with my health for three years now. And this year has Probably been the hardest year and there was a lot of brokenness and a lot of hurt and a lot of confusion but I tell you God is faithful <laughs> he's a good God we serve a good God and I got a diagnosis this year but I'm not gonna tell you from that part yet I'm gonna start where I didn't have one uh, I remember that I got back from a trip and I went from being a very, very healthy person to a very not so healthy person in a matter of two years and we had no answers and that, that was hard to walk through. Um, but I was to the point in December, the beginning of December this year or last year, I was like, God, I'm done. I'm okay with uh, the good enough answers. Because if you don't have anything else, that's fine. And it wasn't until we had a worship night. I'm standing right over there. And Haley said, Kyle, why don't you just lay everything at his feet? And I was like, you don't think I've done that? You don't think I've asked for answers? And she said, no, lay everything at his feet. All fear, all anxiety, all doubt. And I was like, okay, it's yours. And I go into the doctor's office, no hope. I walk in there and I'm like, okay, they're not going to say the same thing. I'm sorry, Kai, we just don't know. That's that's the attitude that I had. And my mom said, Kai, what if something, what if it's different this time? And I was like, what if it's not? (laughs) And I was just really sour about it. Because I've walked through two years with a I I just don't know answer. And I walk in December 21st and we tell her about the past two years of everything, all the medicines that I've taken, all the tests that I've had. And then she's like, okay, let me examine your body. I said, okay. And so she examined my body and she said, I can give you an answer right now. And I kind of just, I just hesitated, and I I look over, my mom's crying. And I'm just like, okay, what is it? (laughs) And she said, you have psoriatic arthritis and psoriasis. And I was like, okay, wow. But it took me laying down the good enough and making room for God's very best to get an answer. Was it the answer that I was hoping for? No. But it wasn't the answer. And that's what I was asking for, was an answer. So I had to lay down all fear, all doubt, to make room for God's very best. Was it easy? No. Was it worth it? Absolutely. And so she tells me, and she says, but the problem is there's no cure. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And so we go throughout the, the day and throughout the week and I start researching everything on Google. And I did my own research and I wanted to figure out what I could do to make it better. And so I filled my mind with all these like different scary things. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was scary. Like I looked up all these pictures of all these people and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to look like that. Oh my God, my bones are, my bones are going to look like that. And then it was to the point where, like, this lady—cause my dad always tells me—he says, "Kai, you can't eat those hot Cheetos anymore." I'm like, "Yeah, I can," <laughs> and I do it anyways. But and and then I looked it up. And I was like, "Does hot Cheetos <laughs> make does, <laughs> does hot Cheetos make autoimmune worse?" And this lady, she said yes. And I was like, "No way! Those are my favorite chips." And I was so frustrated, I was like, I can't eat anything, I can't do this, I can't, I can't even play volleyball, it's so embarrassing I have to have hot hands on the volleyball court to make my hands not hurt anymore. And I was to the point where I was just like, God, I asked you for an answer, but it wasn't the answer that I wanted. Like, what kind of answer is this? I can't eat hot chips anymore? Are you kidding? And he said, Kaya, have faith in me, and I said, "God, I know you heard her say that there's no cure." He said, "I know you know who I am. I know you know who I am." Man, he's a good God. He's a healing God. You might say, "I have no cure." You might say, "This this marriage, mm, I don't think it, it'll work." Our finances horrible. I know you know who he is. He's a good God. You serve a good God. And so then I started to, to really press in. Kai, Okay, we're going to have faith in everything. And so I started praying for the little things. My parking spot. <laughs> I started praying, God, please, please don't let her take my parking spot today at work. And then I would pray, God, please, please let today at school be a good day please make these 15 more days go by faster and faster because I'm done. Please. And, And then it just started to click. Small faith or big faith is still faith. The Bible says faith of a mustard seed can move mountains. No matter what you're facing, no matter how big it is, you serve a good God. You serve a faithful God. You serve a God who breaks every chain who moves every mountain, no matter the size, he moves it. Because he's that good, and he's that faithful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having faith and trusting in the Lord is the hardest thing. And I'm, I'm really trusting the Lord right now because my computer won't unlock because I really don't know all my notes. Um, it's the hardest thing to do. When I walked into that doctor's office, I had zero faith that I was going to get an answer. Zero. None. My mom had faith. And I doubted my mom's faith. I said, Mom, you're crazy. I know you've been at every doctor's appointment where they've said, I just don't know. And she said, Kyle, what if something is different this time? What if something is different for you this time? What if you have a little more faith than did yesterday? You never know what that can get you. And I'm going to read through Hebrews 11. Uh, Hebrews 11:4 says, "By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith Enoch was taken away, so he did not see death." Uh, Hebrews 7: By faith Noah, being divinely warned of all these things, moved moved with God fear, God godly fear. Sorry. By faith, Abraham obeyed. By faith, he dwelt in the land of the promise. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called Pharaoh's daughter, son of Pharaoh's daughter. Son of Pharaoh's daughter, yeah. By faith, he kept the Passover. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down. Yeah. By faith by faith your mountains are moving by faith your chains are breaking by faith you're walking out of here differently than you walked in by faith tomorrow is a good day by faith you are financially stable by faith your marriage will be okay faith of a mustard seed can move any mountain Jesus, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you because you didn't have to, but you did over and over again. God, I ask right now, will you meet us where we're at? You meet us in the brokenness. You meet us in the fear and the doubt. And we lay it at your feet now. All fear, all anxiety, all depression, it's yours. We don't trip over what's behind us because it's yours. Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for having the opportunity to come into this place. We thank you for moving in this house this morning. In Jesus' name.
2: Great job. I mean, I think our students have done a phenomenal job this morning, honestly. And I've just got to say, huge appreciation and thanks to our lead pastors, Pastor Lawrence and Tracy, who are not here this morning, they're out traveling. But can I just say, how much confidence does it speak of a next generation for our lead pastors to say, hey, not only are we going to give you guys a service to run, and take over and do everything, do all the preaching, do all the worship, do everything this morning. But we trust you guys enough that we're going to give you that service, and then we're going to go minister out of town at another church. um, And y'all go for it. Like, I just want to say what a blessing it is to have the leadership that we have in this house. Uh, Let's give a hand clap for them. I know they're not here, but honestly, let's honor them. Also, students, phenomenal job. Kaya, amazing, amazing job this morning. Appreciate you so much. It's crazy. I'm sad to see her graduate. There you are. Uh, sad to see her graduate and move on. I know guys got amazing things in store, but you've invested so much in us as a student, as a leader. Uh, really do appreciate and value. You know, I'm not going to preach an entire another message here as we conclude, but I do want to just capitalize on something really quickly. You know, it's really important. We talk about faith and we all come together. How many of you guys know faith can be hard sometimes? Right? Like a lot of times we think about faith and it's like, man, if I can just have faith and kind of get over that hump, then I'll be good because I've got faith now, right? But how many of you realize, like, once you kind of get over that hump and you have faith and, like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you in this situation, then another situation comes, you're like, uh, God? Anybody? You relate to that? See, I love. The comparison, and Kaya made it in Matthew 17, where it talks about if you have faith of a mustard seed, anything is possible. The thing about a mustard seed, I looked it up because I'm weird, and I want to know like random facts. I like them. Right? It's like, what is a mustard seed? Anybody? Like, you read that. Like, I, I remember being a kid, like, faith of the mustard seed. I'm like, okay. Like, what are we talking? So I look it up, and a mustard seed is like, itty bitty put it in perspective for you. Anybody ever had a, I can't remember the word again. Thank you. I, didn't, I couldn't remember it first service. Sesame seed. Like you had a hamburger with sesame seeds on it, right? One sesame seed is about the same size as a mustard seed. Put that in perspective for you. So one little sesame seed off the top of your burger, that is a mustard seed. So when the Bible says, if you have that much faith, nothing is impossible for you. Because I want us to catch something. It's not, if you have this much faith, you can do anything you want to do. That's not what it's saying. It's saying if you provide this much room to allow God to move in your life, he will do more than you could ever ask or imagine, and he will show up where you need him to show up. You just have to give a little bit, and he'll be there. See, that's the thing that we've got to take into consideration. When we start asking God, I need you in this situation. I know it's tough, but honestly, how many times does God show up the way we wanted him to show up? Anybody else you're like, yeah, not usually. Right? That's okay. See, a lot of times we ask God, show up in this situation, and what we've really got to be careful of Is are we really asking God to show up in our situation or are we asking God to do what we want him to do in our situation? Because those are two very different things. And often we get in a place where it's like, God, I want you to do this for me right here, right now, in this way. That's not faith. That's you trying to tell God what God needs to do instead of saying, God, whatever you want. God, move in this situation. I don't know how you're going to work this out. I don't know how you're going to save this marriage. I don't know how you're going to fix this relationship. I don't know how you're going to rescue our finances right here. I don't know how you're going to make money show up to pay the bills. I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know how you're going to bring that person back because I know where they're at in their faith. Faith is being able to sit back and say, God, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to trust you to make it happen. And it may not look the way I want it to look, and it may not happen the way I want it to happen, but I'm going to trust you in the middle of it, no matter if what I see looks the way I want it to look or not. That's faith. See, a lot of times we only want faith to be when things go our way, but I I hate to tell you this, but that doesn't happen most of the time. I hate to tell you this, but that's not biblical. No, the Bible's not like, hey, trust God, and he will give you every desire you ever want. He will trust God, have faith in God, and you will hit the lottery every time you play. That's not the way it works. No, I mean, it's not. But a lot of times we want this convenient, comfortable Christianity. And the truth of it is God didn't call you for convenient and comfortable. He called you to be surrendered and available. They are two very different things. But when we have our faith in alignment, it's God, I'm going to trust you no matter what things look like. It is a very different life. It is a very different faith, but it is true faith where God, it doesn't have to look the way I want it to look. How many of you honestly walked in this morning and you don't raise your hand. (laughs) But you walked in this morning and didn't think, man, I'm really going to get ministered to by some junior high kids and high schooler, a couple third graders up here, man, they're just, it's going to really touch my heart. Like some of you guys didn't even know that's what you were walking into this morning. But the truth of it is, if we walk in and we're available, we allow God to use what God wants to use and do what God wants to do. And it begins to open doors. And let me hear you, let, let me tell you, It is the same God in a third grader that's in a high schooler that's in you, that's in me, that's in our worship team. It is the exact same God, is the same spirit. It is the Holy Spirit inside of us that enables us and empowers us. And when we are able to sit back and say, God, be God, then God will move. He will show up and he will use anything. You know, there was a time we took, this was several years back. I'll never forget, we took our young adults out and we were just, we were praying together and we were talking. We just felt like we needed to pray for this lady uh, at a Starbucks. And we show up and we're like, okay, we're going to go in and we're going to pray. And it's like, oh man, they're closed. We missed it. Anybody ever feel like you missed it before? So here's the thing. I show up, there's like six of us. I've got my oldest with it. He's probably third grade at the time. And, I mean, I'm the, I'm the pastor leading this thing. And we're like, all right, we're going to pray for this person. This is going to happen. And we show up. It's like, oh, it's locked. They're shut. They're, the doors are shut. We missed it. Ready to go. Sorry, guys. We'll get it next time. All our young adults, they're like, okay, man. Well, we'll pray out here. We can pray for them even though we didn't get to pray with them, you know, that kind of thing. We're like, okay. And I'll never forget. Because my third grader looked at me and like, but we're supposed to pray for that person. They're right inside the door. Like, go check the door. Go try. And we're like, it's closed. Parents, how many of you guys are with me? Any of you guys ever give the parent answer like, okay, we'll try. But if it doesn't work, or, right? Anybody ever done that before? I absolutely did it. My faith was huge. It was like, okay, son, we'll go try the door. And then we're going to go home. <laughs> okay. Comes right open. I was like, uh, okay. All right then. <laughs> so we go inside. And we're like, hey, uh, can we pray with you? And we start to talk to this lady, and here's the crazy thing. She didn't work there. She was waiting on her friend who was working there, who was cleaning up, and both of them were about to leave on a mission trip. They were about to leave the country. They were both scared and nervous because they were about to leave the country literally hours after we prayed with them. And we got the opportunity to show up and say, hey, God wanted us to show up in this very place at this moment and pray with you and pray for you. How many of you guys think that probably boosted their faith walking into the situation they were walking into? And here's the thing I want to tell you. It doesn't matter if you have a title. It doesn't matter if you have a platform because it wasn't the adults in the group that said, here's what we're going to do. It wasn't the pastor in the group that said, here's how we're going to do it. It was the third grader that said, hey, if God told us to do it, then we better try it all the way. Are you with me? Yeah. I don't care what you've walked through. I don't care what you've been through. If we're simply willing to be available and exercise our faith, then God will use the little bit of faith that we give him, and he will show up, and he will move mountains. All we have to do is be available. So here's what I would ask. If you guys would all stand. You know, I love the, bi- the Bible. The Bible? I don't know what. I can't talk this morning. The Bible talks about having faith like a child. And the thing I love about that aspect of it, where it talks about having faith like a child, is simply this. A child believes anything's possible. That's the faith that we need to carry. And here's what I want to ask. If you're our altar call, our prayer time tonight or today, if you're walking through something where you just need God to show up, you need help in a situation in your life. You're facing something and maybe your faith's being tested, and you need someone to help pray for something you're going through, I want you just to raise your hand really quickly. I want you to raise your hand. I want to ask students. I want to mobilize you. I want you to go, and I want you to find someone with their hand up. I want you to lay your hands on them. We're all going to pray together, but specifically students. I want you to lay your hands on somebody, and we're going to pray for them. we got several over here. Anybody else? Keep your hand up in the back over here. I'm just telling you, there's power in our prayer and it is important that we don't think we have to have it all together to be able to pray right, but we simply understand that we need to be surrendered and available. It's important that we teach our kids to pray. So God, I pray right now, God, as we stretch our hands towards these people who are walking through whatever they're walking through, God, as we partner with them and join with them, God, I pray that your presence be released in their situation right now, God, in a supernatural way. God, we pray for your provision. We pray for your peace. We pray for your strength. God, I pray that their faith would be increased this morning as they watch the faith of a child in action, God, that it would raise their level of faith, that we would be able to walk with you and trust you even when things don't look the way we want them to look. God, I pray that you would just bring overwhelming, supernatural peace in the midst of their situation. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.